Hey, I want to welcome everybody to our Link Talks podcast today. We have a special guest in the house, and I'm excited to have a conversation with him on this particular topic that we're going to address today. But we want to welcome today Pastor Dwayne Vanderklok, lead pastor of Resurrection Life Church in Granville, Michigan, also the founder of Link. So he's our He's our father, he's our daddy, he's our papa, and he's got a lot of wisdom to share with us. But we're going to talk today, Dwayne, you and I have been in this thing for a long time. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, I just had my 51st spiritual birthday, August 15th of this year. So right. we've been around for a long time, and we've led in uh, the church culture for many, many years I've led in many different roles, and you've led as a missionary and a senior pastor, a church builder, um, and we've seen a lot of things happen. And uh, culture is so important in any organization. Uh, culture really sets the tone for and the the foundation for our vision, for our mission things of that nature, kind of helps us keep the boundaries and the borders. And so um, we've watched the the church swing from different theology, and then Mm -hmm. it swings over this way, and we just kind of got this big old swing going. And what I've admired a lot about your leadership, Dwayne, is there's a word called consistency. Um, I don't know if it comes out of your name, Dwayne Vander Clock, and you're just like a clock, tick, 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 consistent, hey, consistent, consistent, <laughs> or if it was your upbringing or what. But consistency is so important mm-hmm. in leadership. Talk to us a little bit about that. Well, the, the, the gospel is not complicated. Yeah. Right. It's simple. And to the, the, as a pastor, which I, I'm a pastor, uh, what I want to bring is I want to bring the gospel. I want to bring consistency. I want to, people to grow, and I want them to be well-balanced, right? So there, there's always going to be, like you're saying, emphasis, uh, whether it's you know, on angels or, or de- demons. I mean, you remember back in the day, there were places, I mean, you'd go to a service and they'd give you a bag. Yeah. And you're supposed to barf your demons into a bag. Yep. Uh, then it was small groups. And I remember when it was, man, it was all about praise. It's, um, you know, he's, he's resurrecting the tabernacle of David. And, and then there was the seeker friendly. And then there was the home groups. And, and there's always going to be an emphasis uh, over here, over there. And um, what we decided to do was we were just going to stay right in the middle of the road, right? Um, kind of our philosophy, and, and I think this one's worth writing down, is it's easier to play catch-up than clean-up. <laughs> and so often these, 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 these things where, where we go overboard in a certain area, then how can we say it? Things start to fall apart. I, I remember, uh, I, I, maybe it was 10 years ago, 
Uh, there was some guy, I think he was in Florida, and he was seeing, he was having angelic visitations all the time, yep. you know, and people were like, Pastor, you need to go down there and, and you need to, you need to get this and, and you need to be teaching on angels and you need to do this and you need to do that. And I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, we've seen it come, we've seen it go. And, and I don't know, six months later or something, it was, you know, we found out, well, he's having sex with multiple women and, and all sorts of different things are going on and the whole thing. It was a farce. There you go. That's that right there is why we want to stay in the middle. Yeah. And why we want to stay consistent, because when you get out on the fringes and it's not that, you know, I'm thinking about the Brownsville revival that happened so many years ago. People getting saved, people getting healed. There's always, in the midst of it, there's always some great things that are happening. Some great things. People's lives getting changed. And we went down and we visited it. We did. But we didn't, we didn't go take some of the extremes that began to happen. It's like sometimes people catch a hold of something good and they, they want to take it to a level and a yeah, place it, it should go. It was really, it was, there were, the, God was moving, but it was not something you're going to build a local church on, right? It was a, it was a move of God, but are you going to build a, a, a local church on that specific emphasis? The answer is, in my opinion, is no, you don't build a, a local church on that. Uh, you look at your New Testament, so many of the books, even in the New Testament, they're dealing with specific issues, right? Um, Timothy is dealing with a church that's exploding in 1 Timothy. He's, he's dealing with persecution and, and heresy in, in 2 Timothy. Um, really, the, 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 the book of the Bible, one of the epistles where there's, there's actually no problems, is the book of Ephesians. And you can kind of look at the book of Ephesians and say, what, what's being taught in the book of Ephesians? And this is Paul talking to a healthy church that's not going through any particular issues. And it talks about the blood. It talks about family. It talks about marriage. It talks about who we are in Christ. It talks about forgiveness. It talks about standing against the enemy. I mean, those are all things that as a pastor in a local church, we need to be bringing up. We need to be teaching our people. So I love that. I mean... You talk about Ephesians and the well-rounded mm -hmm. aspect of teaching because we're going in, our people are going into everyday life. Yes, they are. They're going into jobs that have stress. Mm -hmm. They're going into marriages that may be on the rocks. Yeah. They're raising kids that may not be following the path. Uh, there's so many different things going on. And if I'm just going to be caught up in one fad, that may be something that helped me in that mm -hmm. season, but how is it going to help me six months down the road? How is it going to help me a year down the road? Ab absolutely. Now, there are people that are called to specific areas. Um, Billy Graham. I mean, what made Billy Graham great was he was, you must be born again, you know, and later he changed it to, you must be born from above. But it was the same thing. It was just a yeah. little different wording. Uh, Andrew Womack, I think, is an example. I mean, you'd listen to Andrew, it's going to be healing, 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 you know, but he's not pastoring of a local church. Right. Billy Graham's not the pastor of a local church, right? Um, and as a, as a local church pastor, you've got 
to deal with what you were saying. Somebody, they, they want to pay their bills. They, they want to stay employed. They want to know how to forgive. They want to know how to stay married and have a good marriage. They want to know how to raise their kids. Um, you've got to hit those very, very basic things. And who we are in Christ, again, like it says in Ephesians, and how to stand against the devil. Um, one of the things, I think, that as a local pastor today, because people are on, uh, they're, they're on Facebook, and, and uh, they're, they're watching YouTube, and, and they're watching all these different preachers on, online, we think, you know, I've got to have something new. I've got to have something different. And, and uh, do not succumb to that pressure. You know, the Apostle Paul said this. He said, I planted Apollos watered, God gave the increase. The temptation is to think, well, I preached on that, and so now everybody's got it. See, but when when you the, the gospel is like a seed, Jesus said. Yeah. And and first there's a blade, and then there's a stalk, and then there's an ear, and then there's the full corn in the ear, and then there's harvest. You see, the first, second, third, fourth, fifth time we hear something, we don't get it all. Right? We've got to hear those same basic truths again and again and again and again. And, and uh, as a pastor, I understand what it's like. You've got people that are there, they're 80 years old, and they've been in church for 75 years. Right? And then you've got somebody who's for, there for the fourth week, and they don't even know who Abraham or Moses is. Right? And, and you've got to hit, you've got to, you've got to, be, you've got to be deep enough where you've got something for that person who's mature, you got to water that seed that's been planted, and at the same time, you got to plant the seed for that person who just got saved a couple weeks ago, and uh, you, you've got to rely on the Holy Ghost. But don't be afraid of repetition, right? The way that that seed, the gospel, gets to, to grow is as it's watered, right? And you've got to keep on bringing those same truths again and again and again and again. Yeah, because sometimes we leak. Oh man, do right? we ever leak? Do we ever leak? <laughs> but you know, one of the one of the difficult things that I've seen, uh, Dwayne, uh, as people embrace extremes, is that a lot of times it brings strife with it. Mm -hmm. What happens is, you know, um, I'm thinking about. I was on a staff, and there was a particular. Uh, wave of stuff coming through the church at that particular time. And some of our staff were bringing in this particular wave and particular movement, which was, in sense, it didn't run parallel with our vision, with our mission. And it had to be addressed because as they were bringing this in, then again, they were starting to filtrate that particular emphasis in other areas in the staff in their department mm -hmm. whatever or you have you have lay people that go to an event they have something god does something miraculous i'm thinking about a, a freedom ministry that a lot of people have gone to and they come back and you know you want to it's like a good movie you want to tell everybody about your good movie right mm -hmm. You want to tell everybody about this good experience that you had, and you want to bring it in, and then you want everybody to get on your bandwagon because of the good experience that you have. You want everybody else to have that good experience, but all in the while, the enemy's using that to, in a sense, come against 
the vision of the house, the mission of the house, the leadership of the house, and strife comes in. And we all know where strife comes in, there's every evil Evil. work of the enemy. So talk about that for just a minute. How do you maintain uh, addressing that when it comes into your house? Uh, when when we're talking the house, I'm talking. I'm thinking particularly on your staff. Exactly. Now, you always deal with strife when it's in the staff. Yep. You've got to just go right after it. Boom. Uh, sit down with the people involved. Talk to them. Let them know, here's the truth, where we're at, here's where what we believe, this is where we're going, and we want you to come along. Now, if if that thing is bringing in strife, you may, I've, I've never had to do this, but I would be willing to let somebody go because of that. Now, Well, strife, you know, we see strife in the Bible. I mean, where Paul and... Um, Barnabas. Barnabas were in argument over John Mark. And they they separated. They, they separated. Yeah. So it's not that that won't happen, and we mm-hmm. can't protect ourselves from total immunity, yeah. probably. Uh, but it's going to happen, and we have to address it. Yeah. yeah. So let me deal with it more on a congregational level. All right. I think one of Jesus' parables really deals with this. He he says, you know, the sower goes out. He sows this good seed. And they come and they say, hey, look, there's bad seed that's been sown. There's, there's, uh, bad, there's tares that are, have been sown. Should we go and pull those tares up? And Jesus said, no. He said, don't pull them up. He said, you wait till harvest time. And then they're going to get dealt with. Now, I take that and I, I, I apply that with, and it comes to, how will we say it, overemphasis in the body of Christ. Um. What I will do is this. Let's just say we've got an a, a out-of-balance teaching in a certain area, all right? I will go and I will teach, but I will teach proper balance, biblical truth on that subject, all right? And I am not going to go and attack a person or even attack a particular doctrine, Right, because what you're going to do is you're going to pull that up, but you're going to pull up some good fruit along with it. Right, right. So just take and and minister the truth on that subject in love. Right, and what we have found is this: that over time, those things they kind of blow over. Yeah, you just keep the truth out there. Keep the truth out there. Keep the truth out there. You know? I like the old saying: uh, keep the train on the tracks. Yeah. And the dogs will get tired before the train does. That's the truth. So we may hear a lot of barking, yeah. but if we'll just keep ourselves yeah. on mission, keep ourselves consistent, keep ourselves centered in the truth. Okay. Now, there's another part of this, though, that, um, you know, it may not be a wide, wide extreme where it's, you know, just total heresy or they take it way out there. But it may be something, let's say, for example, in uh, time theology. Okay. So there's all kinds of you know mm-hmm. positions on in time theology. We don't reject someone or condemn someone yeah. because they carry a different bent of that theology than we do. Talk about how can we walk in unity okay. and yet embrace that kind of diversity. This is this is something we have told our congregation and I've told our staff. I says we have. M- Doctrines that we hold in a closed hand. Jesus was born of a virgin. 
The Bible is the plenary, inspirated word of God. Right? Uh, Jesus arose from the dead. Water baptism is important. The only way to salvation is Jesus. Closed hand. We have gotten, there's no compromise yep. on those issues. All right. Eschatology, your pre-trib, mid-trib, post-trib, no-trib. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And, and there's a lot of doctrines that, that that's how they are. Yeah. You know, if you don't agree with us exactly, that's all right. We love you. Yep. You know, um, we have people in our church that are Trinitarians. I'm Trinitarian. We have people in our church that are non-Trinitarian. They're apostolic. They, they believe that they're oneness, right? They don't believe in the Trinity. They believe that the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are three manifestations of God instead of three in one. Hey, it doesn't change the way you live. Yep. All right? So we hold that with an open hand. Open hand. And uh, we're not going to argue and fight over those things. Right? We just hold those in an open hand. Yep. So we want to just keep um, level heads, so to speak. Yes. Keep level theology and let the kingdom grow and develop out of that particular foundation as opposed to, you know, jumping on this boat, jumping on that boat, jumping on the other yeah. boat. Because we're building the local church. Yes. Right. Now, when we're talking about the big C church, you know, people like Billy Graham, like you mentioned earlier, they have a they have a calling to the international church, if you will, yeah. and that's going to manifest itself in a different way. They're going to bring one emphasis, maybe that the body of Christ needs, and bring that flow in. And there's nothing wrong with that. No, no, some people are going to be called that way. And I even think, as a local pastor, you will probably have an emphasis where your ministry is stronger, but you have to deal with all of the subjects, with all the needs of your local congregation. Okay, let me close the this session with this one other thought. Um, we have guest speakers that we bring into our house, into mm-hmm. our pulpit. Uh, some of that is because mm-hmm. they bring maybe a different uh, anointing of a truth mm-hmm. that we don't have in the house. Yeah. And so we want to bring that anointing in so that our our congregation can, mm-hmm. like you said, be well-rounded, grow, and flourish. Uh, talk to us a little bit about what you do as far as allowing people into your house to speak okay. to your people. Um, when I'm looking, I'm going to have a guest speaker. There's a couple of things I'm looking for. One you just mentioned. I'm looking for somebody who's gifted in a way that I'm not gifted. All right. So uh, in the next couple of months, we have Rick Renner. Uh, Rick is really, I'm, I'm, I don't use the word often, but Rick is definitely an apostle. Yeah. You know, um, started God knows how many churches in Russia. Um, their church in Moscow on, I think their Sunday attendance is like 300,000. I mean, uh, and Rick, mom, we've known Rick for 35, 36 yeah. years. Long time. All right. And, um, he is actually our church's apostolic oversight. Yeah. So I bring Rick in. I've got Jonathan Kahn coming in like, I don't know, 10, 12 weeks. All right. Now, he's he has a prophetic ministry, uh, which is not my strength. Yeah. Right. So one of the things I'm looking for is I'm looking for somebody who has a strength that I do not have. Right. One of the other things I'm looking for is relationship. Right. 
I want to be. I want to. I want to to know that person. Um, want to have a friendship with that person. Um, and of course, these are going to be what I would refer to as a portable friendship. Yeah. Right? Now, when I say that, I mean this. I mean I haven't seen Rick in fourteen months. All right, but I guarantee you. When when we see each other, it's going to be it's like we talked yesterday. Yeah, exactly. All right. It's just boom. We're, we're just we're just right back there. Yeah. Right? But uh, I want to have relationships with with the people that we have come in. Yeah. Right. And it's nice if they happen to have a following. Right. Like when we have Jonathan Khan, I imagine we'll have an extra thousand people that Sunday because he's very well known. Right. Some of those people are going to be from our community. Some of those people have never been to our church. They're going to experience it. And hopefully, you know, we retain some of those people. And that's one of the things that that uh, not every guest speaker will have. But it's great when they do have that. Right. And so in it, somebody, of course, who they may have a different emphasis than we do. But yet we're 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 fellow laborers in the kingdom of God. Yep. So when we're talking about being consistent, being core, we're not necessarily talking about not appreciating diversity because we love diversity. God loves diversity. He put different gifts in the church, different mm-hmm. talents in the church. But what we want to do is we want to encourage you today is to be mindful of things that swing way out to one side or the Mm -hmm. other and that the enemy might use in your situation to bring strife or conflict and keep yourself on mission. Keep yourself in the center of your lane, run in your sweet spot, Mm -hmm. but also be open to allow other peoples to come alongside. Every athlete has a coach. Yeah. You know, and so we've got to be open to other voices, other emphasis that would be open to. Out here, let me you. just let me just share one more thought. Okay, as, one as, more thought uh, for for me. I'm I'm gonna. You can keep going, but I'm gonna okay. close here. Okay, um, I think it's very important to have somebody like we're gonna have Rick Renner, but somebody that your church knows that if anything happens in the church, that there is a spiritual authority that can step in. All right. Um, God, God, for, God good, forbid Dwight. that you get hit by the beer truck, right? But if you do, what's going to happen to your church? There needs to be somebody that can step in and say, hey, God's good. this is all under control. This is how we're going to deal with this situation. Um, it is very rare that you have a church board that is able to handle that situation, Yep. Um, they're, 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 they're not what we would refer to as somebody who has been set in the church. You know, God set some in the church. They, most of the time, your church board does not consist of that type of a person. So that's one of the things I think that Link really does help with. Uh, you have somebody who can come in, speak into the situation, bring leadership, bring, bring clarity. Um, we've had situations, um, a couple of moral failures with pastors, and because there's relationship, yep. right, you're able to come in and really take care of the situation, bring stability, bring stability. I'm thinking of one particular church, um, maybe six, 700 people. Uh, the pastor had a moral failure, um, 
we were able to step in. They didn't lose 10 people in the whole situation, yeah. you know. Um, but it's because there's relationship, and it's really important for a local church to have that. Yeah, that's a good word. That's a good closing thought. Okay. <laughs> we want to thank you guys for joining us at Link Talks Podcast today, and we hope that we've shared something that's helping you stay consistent, stay on vision, and watch out for the extremes.